You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School with Ben Jabawi. Welcome back to Black Friday Bootcamp Week here on the show. Today is going to be about another practitioner that I have a ton of respect for. So Sarah, who's here with me live, I don't know if you know this, Sarah, but she's the marketing manager over at InkedGaming.com. They are a really awesome Shopify store focused on tabletop gaming community. They sell things like custom board game mats, cool little custom bags for your dice, the niche, tabletop gaming, and the products that they sell. It's really amazing, and they clearly have target market fit. So Sarah, I asked you to come on because literally every Friday at our internal show and tell, we call it, Liam, who I know you work with, He's like constantly showing us some of the great campaigns you've been running and some of the results. Obviously, that's internal only. But when I was thinking around Black Friday Bootcamp, I wanted to bring someone on that ran campaigns last year that can speak to that a little bit, maybe what they learned, what sucked, what was awesome, and how you're thinking about Black Friday for this year. So thank you for taking the time to join us. And Sarah, maybe you can just give us like a quick overview on the types of stuff that you're doing for for Inked Gaming and your role over there. Yeah, uh, thank you so much for, for having me. As you mentioned, I'm Sarah. I'm the marketing manager over at Inc. Gaming. I've been here for about a, a year and a half. They brought me on because they've been doing almost all of their marketing out of house. And they were at that spot where they were ready to bring it in house and really kind of coordinate their own team internally. And so they brought me on with the understanding that I would be coordinating and basically building a team from scratch. And so that's what we spent the last year and a half doing. Awesome. And so the marketing team is how big? Marketing specifically is two, three, if you count our operations manager who does all of our Amazon marketing. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, cool. So you sell on Amazon and you sell direct on Shopify. And so as marketing manager, are you doing everything like paid conversion, email, like you're responsible for all of that? Correct. Very recently, just for the holiday season, we've pulled in an email marketing company to kind of just help me get that done as well. But for the most part, yes, I coordinate and do all of it. Awesome. Big role. Cool. Well, let's jump into it. So let's think back to last Black Friday for you guys, like maybe just like off the top of your head, like how did it go for you guys? It went well. It really did. It was, I I think we ended up doing about a month's worth of sales just in that one weekend for us at the time. It really did. It was a great end of the year for us. Ended on a really high note. That's awesome. How much time did you spend prepping for last season? So much time. I remember we have a design manager now. We have a full team. They have three people, but last year it was just our one design manager who gets me all of the graphics for sales and such. And I remember I sent over this full to-do list in like early October that just had like pages and pages of stuff we had to do. And she kind of just looked at me like, really? And I said, yep, we're going to do it. And so, yeah, it was a lot of prep work. We sent a lot of emails, did a lot of ads. It was a, a full team effort. Awesome. And so it sounds like last year you started in early October Did all those ads and emails and stuff, like, was it anchored around a single consistent offer or were you doing kind of like multiple things? Yes, it was. So it was anchored around a specific offer. The base offer that we did was a 30%
discount on our printed products. And it ran the normal Friday through Monday, Black Friday weekend. But last year, we had just started kind of branching out our product line into more non-printed gaming supplies like dice, sleeves, deck cases, that kind of thing that we don't actually make in-house. Right now, we make most of our printed products in-house, but those we don't. And so we have a smaller margin on those, and we really just weren't able to include them in the the 30% off blanket discount. And we wanted to be super clear about that going into it. And we did still want to give people an opportunity to get some of those products at a lower price. And so we tied the offer in to a a VIP early access promotion where we had people sign up for this VIP list. And actually, Liam was a huge help getting that set up. We got a huge landing page ready to go that had a form with Privy that we would channel signups through. And the people that signed up for that VIP list, they would go through a dedicated email flow designed to keep them excited about the sale, obviously. But then it also, it gave them access to really exclusive promotions with some of those supplies. So things like play mats and sleeves at a discount or dice and dice bags at a discount. So they were able to get some of those supplies. They were kept excited about the sale. And then when we actually got to the sale, they got 24-hour early access so that they could get in their shipping queues early and have the chance to shop for everybody else. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. So it sounds like you anchored all your marketing activity last season around that site-wide discount. Am I understanding correctly? So you actually like you created a dedicated landing page leading up to Black Friday to build your specific Black Friday list? Yes. Awesome. And then you kind of teased that list leading up to the holidays with some of those other kind of smaller offers to keep them engaged? Correct. Yes. Two to three weeks before the sale, we started really, really pushing towards this list. We had pop-ups on the site that pulled some of our non-converting traffic over to that landing page and tried to get them to sign up for the list. We had emails that went out really asking people to sign up for the list, social media posts and blog posts. It was a multifaceted effort to try and get as many people to sign up as possible. That's amazing. Amazing. And just like a question for you there, because I think I think that's interesting to hear that you kind of started pushing that list building just a couple weeks prior to the holiday. Was the conversation internally around, hey, it's a couple of weeks before Black Friday, like even if this hurts sales today, we think it'll drive a bigger Black Friday by doing this? Like, did you did you see a slowdown because of that leading up? And then it sounds like you had a, a big weekend. Yeah, it was a really long internal conversation about where can we start building this list so that we don't get too many people holding on to their orders for the next couple of weeks. And then we do still have a big Black Friday. And that's where we settled on the two to three weeks in advance. We did see a little slowdown before the VIP list started getting those offers for the exclusive promotions. Once we started giving them those opportunities to buy those bundles, the sales started coming in a lot better than the first few days. But we did see a little bit of a dip. Yeah. But overall, it sounds like that holiday weekend ended up being a banger, so to speak, like really provided a full month of sales in you know, four or five days. Yeah, it really did pay off in the end. And it's the direction that we decided to go, not only for this BFCM weekend, but for the entire year, we've kind of pushed more towards the direction of having an exclusive VIP list in general. Awesome. 
Cool. And so maybe just because I think we quickly glanced on it, but I'd love like the details. I think this is an interesting play that we haven't seen a lot of. Like, can you tell us some of the the broad strokes? Like, what was that landing page? What did it say on it? What did the blog post say? What did the pop-up say? Yeah. So we really talked about how it had been a big year of change for Inked. I mean, they had just pulled me in six months prior. We'd gotten our brand manager the design manager. She does branding and design. (laughs) We got our brand manager two months after that. It had been a really big year of change. We'd really made a lot of leaps and strides. And so all of the messaging was, was based around, we're wanting to make this sale really good for our customers. We wanted to help us grow, help them get the gaming supplies that they needed. And so the landing page, it was a note written by our CEO talking Mm -hmm. about how big of a change the year had been and how we're making this really great big sale coming up and we want you to get early access and exclusive promotions for it. So that's all the landing page was. And then we had that form from Privy that Liam helped us create. It was really simple. I think it was just a name and an email address form field and people could just sign up and then they would go through our welcome flow. The pop-ups themselves were really cute. We actually did a rebrand this March about a week before nobody went to the office anymore. <laughs> But we did a complete rebrand and changed everything about our our logo and branding. But last year, we had this really cute little mascot, little dragon thing um, named Drago that we put in all of our messaging. And so he was in the pop-ups asking people if they wanted VIP access to our Black Friday sale. And then if they clicked yes, then it would take them to the landing page. And emails had similar messaging as well. Awesome. And so with the pop-up driving to the Black Friday sign-up list, were you showing that to all traffic? Or just people that weren't on the list? Just people that weren't on the list and who hadn't chosen to sign up for our welcome offer at the time. So it was people who hadn't quite bought in yet. Awesome. The other part of me was thinking, okay, if you're just starting to build a specific BFCM list a few weeks prior, when you started sending those emails, like teasing it out in the day of... I assume you were including the Black Friday specific list, but also everyone else? Or were you sending separate messaging to everyone else? We were sending separate messaging. So we would have campaigns dedicated towards getting people to join the VIP list. We'd send out specific messaging for them. And then for the VIP list, they'd actually get campaigns a couple of days before the general audience, and then they'd get a little bit more information. So they'd find out a little bit more about what's going to be on sale, when it's going to start, when their early access is going to start, all of that that fun teasing information. I love that. Yeah. Part of like the earlier episodes this week, which I know you haven't listened to yet, but (laughs) are exactly that. It's a pitch for me to basically say like, use a VIP list to tease things out early, create similar messaging for your broader full reach of your audience, and then go back to your VIPs early so that they get first dibs essentially. And I didn't steal that from you, but it sounds like you guys last year ran a similar playbook. That's awesome. So sounds like the overall numbers were really positive for you. What didn't go well? Like, honestly, what, what sucked and what are you trying to change for this year? Well, it didn't necessarily suck, but we were surprised that we didn't get as many people signing up for our VIP list as we'd maybe expected. As we've just talked about, we did put a lot of effort into hyping up that list and really channeling traffic to it. And in the end, that list itself was maybe 1% of the size of our general subscribers. And so it really, it wasn't 
massive. It did perform very well. I think they were 17% of our total revenue for the weekend. So, I mean, kind Mm. of crazy if you look at those numbers. But it really, it wasn't that big and it didn't last. Those customers weren't super engaged in the company. We haven't pulled their lifetime value in a while. But, you know, it kind of seemed like they were mostly just shopping the sale which could be that they come back this year, but that really wasn't what we wanted for gaining new aspect of our community. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I guess it sounds like it was a really positive effort and resulted in a good percent of sales, but maybe too small a list to have a overall impact that you were looking for and and didn't create the right expectation. So, all right, so that's, that's good to know. I mean, it sounds like that was your first Black Friday with Inked and overall really positive, but a couple learnings there. So, yeah, I mean, are you comfortable? Like, could you walk us through some of the thinking leading up to this year? I mean, when this airs, it'll be, I think, November 12th. So, you know, a couple of weeks out here. Yeah, of course. So this year we really focused on finding a way to make that VIP list more of a community so that it didn't seem as much like a Black Friday gimmick, but it was really something that our customers could join and be excited about. We did technically have a loyalty program last year. It wasn't super well utilized. It was not very user-friendly for either the customers or for us, and we just really didn't like it. And so in April, we actually switched over to Smile.io and did a full revamp, rebrand of the program. We turned it into, it's now called the Consortium. And um, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, so it's the Consortium. The branding of it kind of turns it into this little like shadowy exclusive club that you can join. And then it's a pretty straightforward loyalty program to that extent. You know, you get perks and rewards throughout the year. You earn points, that kind of thing. But we did tie in our sale VIP list exclusive angle. And we've been building up the expectation for that throughout the year. So the other big sale that we're known to do, I mean, we do other little sales. The one that we're known to do something on is Memorial Day. So to test out our new consortium angle, we targeted our entire sale for Memorial Day around that aspect. The only offer we did was free U.S. shipping and then three times the rewards points on any order placed by consortium members. That's the Hmm. only offer that we did. In 2019, we did a 20% blanket discount on all of our custom mats and pads, which is something that people are more used to. But this year, we still saw a 21% increase in sales over last year's performance. And so with that consortium program really did very well in fostering that engagement. So that was really encouraging for us going into Black Friday. It had been our goal to build that community, and we felt we'd succeeded. And so this year's plan really revolves around the consortium. The base discount is going to be a 25% site-wide discount on all regularly priced items. So we are going fully site-wide this year. And that's only for consortium members or just broadly? So it is broadly. That's the base plan. The general subscriber audience is going to get that during the normal Black Friday weekend. But if you're on the consortium list, you're going to get massive perks beyond that. So you get sale access to Black Friday discount nearly a, a full week in advance. The sale for them will start on the Saturday before Black Friday weekend. They're going to get the chance to receive a free exclusive product. We're actually launching a new product on our site for Black Friday, and we're getting a very limited number of a specific color, a color that we're we're never going to print again. And so the only way to get access to this product is to be a consortium member shopping the Black Friday sale 
and if your order qualifies. And we think people are going to be really excited about this product. We're really excited to see how the consortium members take to this exclusive color. And then finally, they're also going to get discounted perks in their member dashboard. So normally, you know, we offer free shipping for a certain number of points, percentage discounts, that kind of thing. And periodically up until the sale and then during the sale, we're going to have discounted versions of those out there and, and discounted free products just to really give them the opportunity to take advantage of their consortium membership. And so that's the general game plan. Consortium members will get this 25% site-wide discount nearly a full week in advance. They're going to have a whole skew of other awesome perks available to them. And then the general subscribers will also get the sale for the normal Black Friday weekend. Amazing. If you're listening, this is textbook, right? Like it's super impressive to be able to execute a site-wide discount for the broad audience, the consortium specific kind of perks, plus you're launching an exclusive product only available to your VIP consortium list. Like that's actually a lot for Black Friday. I think it's super focused and it just kind of boils segmentation down to broad and VIP. I think it's really smart. Like how long ago did you have to plan the exclusive product launch to get things ready there? We had our Black Friday meeting in September. Not that long ago. No, I'm trying to remember. I'm sorry. Months are a little hard for me still. (laughs) Um, We're actually also, it's not related to our Black Friday, but we're in the process of launching a storefront here in town and where we're located. And so we had our Black Friday meeting in the storefront, which was really fun. And I I believe it was September or late August. So not too terribly long ago. It's a fairly easy product launch for us. We hope, fingers crossed. But it's smart. I mean, it's only to a specific VIP list. There's limited inventory. You don't need to discount that, but they get the benefit of loyalty perks as part of that. I think it's really smart, Sarah. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm so curious, when you're talking in that September meeting, leading up to Black Friday, are there specific goals that you guys are setting? Is it, you know, whether it's around selling out of the new product or revenue targets or profitability targets, like how do you think about goal setting for Black Friday? Yeah. So goal setting for us, we really kind of just want to do the same growth that we did last year. I know all the estimations out there for Black Friday this year could be flooring for us. And so if that happens, that's amazing. But we'd really like to match the growth that we did last year. So if we saw a 30% increase year over year for Black Friday, that would be great for us as well. We would like to sell out of these exclusive products. If we run out of those exclusive products, we would be stoked. That would be incredible for us. We've overestimated just a little bit on how many we think we'll need. So I would love to sell out of those. And then we would like to see at least 30 to 35% of our revenue coming just from email because we will be leaning heavily on that that owned traffic channel going into the Black Friday weekend. So those were awesome. the main goals that we talked about. That's great. And, and when you say growth over last year, do you mean actual revenue numbers this holiday weekend compared to last holiday weekend? Or are you just saying November revenue overall year over uh, year? Actual revenue numbers for the weekend. The holiday weekend. Nice. Awesome. Cool. Well, this is amazing. It sounds like you guys are incredibly buttoned up. If you're listening 
definitely listen to, to Sarah and what the team over at Inked is doing. I think it's really textbook, but simple enough to execute very well. So I believe I'm on the list for Inked. I am super excited to see what you guys do. And Sarah, thank you for joining. I wish you guys the best of luck and an amazing holiday. Yeah, thank you so much. It was a pleasure to be here. Cool. Well, that wraps today and, and join me tomorrow as we debrief and recap the week of bootcamp episodes. 